Oh man, now now I've got an idea for a show that I'm almost surprised doesn't exist yet with all of the uh the the gimmick uh comedy shows right now. It's like pull up to, to a crowd of people and like roll up a door on on this truck and then just start <laughs> comedying at them. <laughs> like you pull up to the outside of the farmers market or something like on the outskirts where you know people are crowding around. Sure. Outside the church. And then you do like Churches. one Yeah. You do like one set and then move it to the next crowd you see and then the next performer comes up. There are this comics in the back, yeah. like hanging Got on. It's just... <laughs> Got like a, like bus, subway, metro straps. Just yeah, on. just hanging on. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show, mathematically the greatest comedy writing panel show on this or any other planet. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist once told the cold to cut it out, and that's why we have Summer. He's the co-host of Willie Listen. It's Willie Travis. Our second panelist is pretty sure she can do a cartwheel, but doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. She's the host of Scene Kids. It's Michelle Petro. He was cat. And our third panelist has been banned from every casino in Candyland for counting Uno cards. He's the co-host of Sabernacle. It's David Coleman. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones, and I host this show. So many hosts. Uh, good evening and <laughs> welcome to Stab, everybody. Now with just as much Stab as ever before. Let's meet tonight's <laughs> panelists, Willie. Hey there. Hello, sir. Hey, good to see you, as always. Likewise, thanks for having me on. Of course. How how are things with Willie? Great, man. Yeah. Willie Listen is... Uh... Ramping back up, yeah. thanks to those awesome guys over at Stab. I don't know if you know them. <laughs> oh, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, doing well, man. You know, very glad to uh, be doing something creative again. So that's yeah. nice. Thank you, sir. Thanks for being here. Michelle. Jesse. Hey, hey there. <laughs> hey, Changing tone, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? What? How are things with you? On the up upslope. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, good. good. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, yeah. I'm really excited about Scene Kids coming up on July 10th. Yeah. yeah. I've got a busy, not busy, or but busier schedule doing mm-hmm. things, keeping up with stuff. Feels nice to have a, that little routine. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, yeah. yeah that, that is... That is next week. <laughs> that is for sure next week. Maybe the same week as Willie Listen. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if not, that's okay too. It's yeah. You'll find out. Keep checking in. <laughs> oh, if we can get on their toes. fifty dollars donated to Stab tonight, oh, Willie will decide <laughs> <laughs> on the spot live. Oh, oh. <laughs> let's see. You know what? No, I won't get. I was going to check my my notes, see what we talked about. It, it's all right. 
whether it's second, <laughs> we'll figure it out later. Um, yeah, and you're you're doing one more under the stars, and then we might be closing out uh, closing out the stars. Yeah, y'all heard it here first. You want to see stab under the stars? Go get get there. Get on it. There's only two <laughs> two more weekends of it. Well, one more technically. We're taking this weekend off. Oh shit! Uh, so it might be there you, you go, might be folks. the very last one on the tenth. So. <laughs> Because, <laughs> oh, neighbors. Uh, <laughs> but thank you, Michelle. Oh, seeing kids so good. And look for a nice picture of, oh, is it, I know Molly's in it. Is Molly's in it and Catalina's in Catalina. it. Catalina, yeah. yeah. Nice picture of Molly and Catalina in uh, in the upcoming Sacramento Magazine. Yeah. Uh, in the article that we're, we're in there about. So that's mm -hmm. nice. Uh, well, thank you, Michelle. Seeing kids, a favorite in these parts. Um, well, thank you, Jesse. Yeah, of course. And uh, I mean, not to play favorites, but another favorite around here uh, is Stabernacle. Hey there, David. Stabernacle with David and Skip. Uh, it's been a lot of good, uh, just bad, um, blasphemous fun. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> it's just looking at at the Bible objectively, you guys. You got to be able to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're having we're having a lot of fun with it i think my whole twitch audience is here so i should say <laughs> hey we're going to be doing the first and third weeks uh yeah it's the fourth and 18th is when you sh well please can both of you continue <laughs> to come see other stab shows but sure. the 3 p.m on the fourth and 18th is when you can see me uh on 4th of July, I'm going to be in a different locale. I, people seem to really enjoy the bit where I was I was going outside and playing with food. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're talking about the sacrifices in Exodus. And so we're going to maybe do some grilling. So <laughs> it's cutting an animal out. Nice. Oh, well, yeah. You can look uh, into that. So, yeah. Now, um, now that, that you reminded me of that, uh, I did make the change on the calendar. But, but yeah, uh, apparently... Everything is just all up in the goddamn air uh, for July, <laughs> scheduling-wise. I apologize, everybody. I <laughs> catch Willie whenever. We appreciate your, uh, catch, we appreciate your flexibility. <laughs> catch Sorry. Skip and David on the opposite weeks that you normally find them. Go ahead. Try and watch your favorite show. Stab dares you. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get out of my own way, shall we? <laughs> Let's start the program. <laughs> Stab! The only channel that makes you fight to watch what you want to watch. Uh, <laughs> all right, segment one, it's reorganization. <clears throat> it's how we always start. You know this by now. Or, if it's your first time, this is how we always start. Reorganization! Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? As Americans, we generally have a pretty limited and skewed worldview, basically lumping peoples and places into easily digestible stereotypes and generalities. Like, for example, did you know that Australia is a place with civilization and infrastructure and a society of some sort? And not just koalas riding in kangaroo pouches across the vast desolate wasteland in a desperate scramble for gasoline? It's true! How do I know? Well, because of the NR... M.A., or Sydney's National Roads and Motorists Association. Though, 
Now that I think about it, that doesn't necessarily mean its membership role isn't entirely populated by bimohawked cannibals. Anyway, let's move away from my lack of understanding of Australia, <clears throat> and why not tell me what else NRMA could potentially stand for or represent to you? Will, uh, yes, Willie, uh, let's hear your NRMA. Evolute some energy, not remember most accidents. <laughs> In other words, ever get blackout drunk and become invincible, Mike? Here at Hungry Jacks, the burgers are instructable, bugger. With like 30 locations spread across the outback, we have what you're hankering. Try our new dingo quarter pounders made with 100% fresh dingo and 100% fresh baby. <laughs> Eucalyptus going to love our koala nuggets made from 100% not bear. <laughs> Come dine in and leave the little ones off at the platypus playpen. It has eggs. It's real slimy. And we will never be able to explain it. <laughs> Top off dessert with a taste of Tasmania. This is where we just throw you in a cage with most of our weirdest and fiercest animals and several animal carcasses. Come to Tasmania, come to Tasmania. <laughs> and that stare signifies the bit is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you come to the stab show for <laughs> top notch vo <laughs> accent work. <laughs> oh, so good. I say that because I know I, I can't do a better Australian. <laughs> I don't even know if it was Australian I was doing. I just, I just it was, hoped. <laughs> it, was, it was recognizable as an attempt at something. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you bugger! <laughs> I would say, yeah, like on the dartboard of accents, it would get got closest. Is it? <laughs> it got closest to the Australian accent. Yeah, it still probably it, hit it, an ocean. It was near, but it was, yeah. it was near. It was near. Yeah. <laughs> there were, there were like you know those anchor words yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was doing an Australian accent earlier, but I was trying to do Wisconsin. So. Oh, no. If you could see the sliding scale of accents, it's weird what intersects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle, let's hey. hear your NRMA. Sure. So, NRMA means the National Reassignment of Mannequins Authority. This is a new uh, federal government agency that oversees the relocation and reassignment of mannequins that have now been deemed impossible standards. Um, the world is changing. We're accepting that bodies are bodies that are of all shapes and sizes. Okay. And so mannequins now are all shapes and sizes, or at least they're starting to be. As these changes start to phase in, old mannequins need to be phased out. Yeah. And who better to do this than the federal government? <laughs> uh, so the National Reassignment of Mannequins Authorities will come into all the malls and, um, you know, confiscate these mannequins and take them to storage centers where they will then be there forever <laughs> because they're plastic and they don't really decompose, but they'll be in hangers. So that'll be good. 
um, until a flood. But other than that, <laughs> we should be good. Uh, so that's what NRMA stands for, the National Reassignment of Mannequins Authority. All right. Oh, I like <laughs> I like to think, uh, oh, instead of just storing them in, in like a storage unit off a, off a freeway exit, I like the idea of like setting them up in a field, like in, in shorts oh. and, and like with a, in the middle okay. of a frisbee or something. Just sure, like an art <laughs> installation. But see, because it's the American government, they would never think of that yeah, or pass that. So, they wouldn't. So after after the NRMA uh, mm -hmm. confiscates all of these mannequins and just locks them up in storage units, then yeah. a, a much nicer organization will see these mannequins plight and free them back out into the wild. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's another acronym yes. for another episode. <laughs> oh man, we've got a whole <laughs> got a whole mythology building up around Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Have around... to make reorganization fun somehow. <laughs> oh. oh that I'm feels, kidding. That feels hurtful. <laughs> uh, you're right though. You're right. Uh <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Uh, David, how about we wrap up some reorganization with your NRMA? Let's do it. All right. uh, today, I present to you Ms. Bermstrom's third period biology class, my research project. <laughs> I left my uh, cardboard trifold poster at home, so you're going to just have to visualize what I'm saying. Um, and my understanding, Ms. Bermstrom, is that I can turn that in on Monday for half credit, according to the rubric. Uh, I, I totally did it already. It's just at home. Uh, also, question about the points, Ms. Bernstrom. Uh, the, the rubric states 50 points for the poster and 50 points for the verbal presentation and for the verbal portion of my presentation. Uh, 10 points are for enthusiasm. And then 10 points are for notes taken while other students are performing or are presenting right okay so the remaining 30 points is that's like the accuracy <laughs> of the information um so theoretically if i got up and i didn't know that much and i, I turned in a trifold poster late i still get 25 points for the poster and at least 20 for the presentation right and like any any other points after that is just bonus <laughs> great okay um, but here it goes uh so i did my project on nrma which stands for Nucleic rapid mononucleus acid, uh, which is like the opposite of DNA, I guess. Like they hook together and the E's and the G's and the R's from the DNA get switched. Uh, wait, no, no, it's the letters from the movie Gattaca. So it's G and A and T and C. Write that down. Uh, some of that's correct. Um, and... Uh, no, the, the opposite DNA thing is with an R. There's no M. So is that NRA? No, that's the gun people. Um, NRMA. It was in the news. It's in the one in the news for the vaccine. They used NRMA to make the vaccine work. No, M doesn't stand for mono something. It stands, it stands for messenger. So NRMA is nucleus ribomessenger acid. It's definitely acid. How much longer am I supposed to talk? Four minutes. Damn. Um, NRMA is a special kind of ribosome nucleus. 
Nucleus is in there somewhere. No, it's in the nucleus. Nucleus is big. DNA is smaller. Uh, uh, um, opposite of DNA is RNA. DNA, RNA, they match. Uh, what is the, the M one? Is it NRMA or RNMA? Ribonucleus messenger acid. So I'm, I'm sure it's acid. There's It's acid. So do we have acid in our nucleuses? That doesn't sound healthy. Um, so they have the vaccines. And they are RNMA or NRMA vaccines. I've heard that. And it replicates. That's a science word, replicates. Um, it replicates and it becomes DNA. And then that makes COVID-proof DNA that's split off from the NRMA. And that's why COVID doesn't like it because we can have acid in our nucleuses, but COVID can't. That's my presentation. How many points was that worth? <laughs> Oh. oh, I mean, you start with a base 45 points if you're just enthusiastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That may or may not be based on an actual thing that happened during my high school career. Yeah. No, it it, um, it had a tinge of authenticity. <laughs> yeah. That that wasn't that wasn't created whole cloth. Uh <laughs> Thank you, David. Uh, Let's get then to segment two. It's bootleg it. When was the last time you saw something truly original? Reboots, remakes, sequels. They're no better than a good old-fashioned bootleg. They're no more worthy of praise or less deserving of scorn. The bootleg is a perfectly legitimate form of expression. And so, in bootleg it, your task was taking these world-renowned successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin, knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg version of each of them. So, you guys only had to do one of each. You want to go one at a time. One, 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 two, 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 three, two, three. So, getting the bootlegging started. Willie Travis, let's hear your bootleg Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was my first time doing this one, by the way. So, yeah. you know, this was... Just enjoyable and fun. Um, <laughs> uh, Roscoe's bitter raw almond butter teacups. <laughs> now with more of that toxic stuff you can't get enough of. Poison. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Those are at the register at so many sketchy liquor stores. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the Mexican candy. <laughs> it's like fire. <laughs> is this covered in chili powder? Why is this candy? Uh, <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, thank you, Willie. Uh, Michelle. Yeah. Your bootleg Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Uh, well, it's uh, you get them at the 99 cent store and they are reclaimed from sandwiches nut butter and chocolate sandwiches um and so the from sandwiches is in you know parentheses um and you get two you get two like like any you know so it's very comparable and it's (laughs) eco-friendly because it's all reclaimed um ingredients (laughs) Yeah. It's like freaking cups. Yeah, freaking cups, exactly. <laughs> ah. 
Well, there you go. Freegan cups. And then underneath it says re- <laughs> reclaim from nut from sandwiches, nut butter. Yeah. Oh, so just like like all the all the nutter butter, Oreo and um and other <laughs> the wafers of cream just mashed yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. All In the right. center. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> so good. Uh <clears throat> David uh, bootleg Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, an- another dollar store entry. Obviously, uh, Rose's minced peanut pucks. Minced. <laughs> oh. It's not quite peanut butter. They didn't quite <laughs> chop it fine, fine enough. It's kind of like if they made peanut butter cups, but it was with the crunchy peanut butter. Mm. Mm-hmm. They didn't really mean to do that though. <laughs> minced peanut pucks. Pucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are they uh, look, I mean, to be solid. fair, Reese is also is making pucks. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it's not a freaking cup. Yeah, it's like puck. Mm-hmm. They just it's put all. It is tall. Yeah. It's a bowl at best. <laughs> <laughs> they just put gallop ridges aren't fooling anybody. Yeah, quarter and dime style ridges <laughs> on the on the edges. No, you're basically a puck. Uh, <laughs> All right, that brings us back around. Uh, our second bootleg item, <coughs> well, Willie. Let's hear your bootleg American Gladiators. Uh, I've been watching uh, Bulgarian opera singers. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know they have uh, gladiators like uh, Bravo, um, <laughs> ending act, and uh, Figaro. I don't want to get in in front of that guy. <laughs> yeah, and most most Bulgarian opera singers same builds as American gladiators, <laughs> <laughs> same thickness. Uh, <laughs> all right, Michelle, your bootleg American gladiators is the public access channels killer. Hit the states' rights fight. <laughs> Contestants go up against the states, mm-hmm. uh, humans representing each state, oh, okay. uh, with events like Alaskan assault, where the competitor has to get from one side of the arena to the other to put in. They're in a ball and they have to get into like a goal. Or the California earthquake, mm-hmm. which is pretty self-explanatory. Or the Georgia gauntlet. Well, they have to run through as many t- uh, events as possible without getting thrown off. The Hawaii, the Hawaii Hang Tough, mm-hmm. uh, which is a like monkey bars kind of situation. Uh, the Pennsylvania Powerball, uh, which is you have to uh, dodge as many tennis balls being shot from cannons uh, as you can, sure, um, and ring a bell, obviously. And uh, the wall in Arizona, where you have to <laughs> climb over a wall before um, you're caught. Oh, man. State rights fights would get so many viewers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those are some of many. Obviously, there's what, 50 states? Sure. So Something there's like <laughs> there's 50 events. Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give or take. There's a lot of seasons. There's a lot of seasons. Sure. Oh yeah, that would be the one drawback. You, you might only see your your favorite state event like once a season. 
because mm-hmm. you can't have a multiple. I don't know. Uh, all right. Yeah, you can be biased. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> uh, David, your bootleg American Gladiators. Right. Uh, so this one is a little bit of similarity with, with Michelle. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is just filmed in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's called Hey Gules, they're doing a Russell Crowe sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I assume it's just whatever the Wisconsin event for Michelle's show was over. <laughs> yeah, that's the qualifying round. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes <laughs> if they every state has a show and then if they're successful they go yeah. to them uh, uh, <laughs> if you can get through oh hey there it's uh it's a russell oh, crow sort of thing uh, then russell. you can go on to states right fights <laughs> <laughs> preliminaries <laughs> we're world building here guys half the yeah. show is world building <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, Marjorie. Hey there. Um, <laughs> that looks like they're grappling or something. Maybe. In a tub of cheese. Oh, look at oh, look at that over there, would you? Oh, hey there. <laughs> Always such a fun accent to do. All right. Uh, Willie, let's close out bootlegs with your bootleg Disney Plus. <clears throat> Disney Plus minus brand pregnancy tests. <laughs> the most magical test on earth. Uh, even more magical if you weren't exactly, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I want to shut it down there. Do we need the other? No, let's do the other two. <laughs> it's not as good. But... Oh, I'm sure it's wonderful, Michelle. Let's hear your bootleg Disney Plus. Um, it's just a slideshow of stills from Disney films. <laughs> <laughs> this is playing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, one of the shops where they sell uh, cells from uh, from movies. So yeah. here is one that you could buy. Here's here, <laughs> here's a uh, finder. <laughs> yeah, one of the stepsisters' legs. Uh. Yeah, and it's just like um, just an M, a still from the ball, and it's like cropped for just their their legs. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank that you, works. Michelle. <laughs> thank you, Michelle. Uh, David, let's wrap up some bootlegging with your bootleg Disney Plus. Right. So mine would be like uh, you would call it Paramount Plus. Sure. <laughs> It would be like like Nickelodeon trying to keep up with Disney. They do like uh, a computer generated Rugrats show. Um, they bring back uh, iCarly, do a reboot of that. Uh, they I don't know. They probably try to merge with other properties and have like reruns of Star Trek. Yeah, it's not quite <laughs> Yeah. That would be crazy if anybody did something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all. Oh, such good bootleggings. Oh, this is a fun one that a lot of you probably haven't done either. Uh, it's closing arguments. So, segment three, closing arguments. <clears throat> the prosecution has presented a fairly airtight argument against your client. Looks pretty grim. 
Now, it's up to you to deliver the defense of your life. In closing arguments, it's your job to try to convince a jury that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. So go on. Change some minds. Willie Travis. Oh, you got some work to do. Willie Travis, let's hear your closing arguments in defense of lumpy mashed potatoes and runny gravy. (laughs) Now, I'm no big city lawyer or nothing, but Mm. your honor, my client and I know when we are whipped. (laughs) And perhaps, I say perhaps, that time is not now. To the people of the jury, please have a look at my client. Does my client seem like one, I say seem like one who would just run down the mountain without any regard whatsoever? Do you really believe that my client would hitch a gravy train and skip town under these circumstances? Please. Do not lump us in to that same plate as those other spuds with your half-baked theories based around giblets and Idaho crop circles. My client had had these allegations porn. I say porn all over his fluffy white character. Your honor, people of the jury, today all I ask of you is to mash all of the evidence together and let it be known you have the wrong game. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I want to hate that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but who am, who am I to go again? I, the, the number of just pun-heavy responses I've come up with over the years, that's, it's just gold. <laughs> it's just, it's... It's Idaho, <laughs> Idaho gold. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. In defense of lumpy mashed potatoes and runny gravy. Michelle, mm-hmm. let's hear your closing arguments in defense of our new alien overlords. If it so pleases the court. <laughs> the prosecution would want you to think the evidence points to my clients invading our world with malicious intent, meant to harm and eventually eradicate every living being from its surface. They claim the AO flags mean alien overlords, when we have proved just today that they meant alien observers. The prosecution argues they are using our planet as a landfill for their discarded interstellar ships. I believe, based on the evidence we all can see, that this is far from the truth. When our alien observers broke through our atmosphere, unexpectedly crashing into the United States Veterans Day air show and military parade, it was not on purpose. It was a malfunction of their landing thruster. This is the official statement of the United States of the observers, which has been sanctioned as fact and irrefutable in any earthly court. The evidence provided to the court clearly aligns with the fact that, yes, we now have an interstellar authority making decisions for us. There is no evidence to suggest, though, that this authority has ever directly said that they intend to use the Earth as a giant landfill. (laughs) The AO did not fire the first shot. The court cannot deny this. 
There were dozens of news outlets and live streams from private citizens on that day showing the AO's ship thruster spark and combust, unfortunately causing the entire fleet of planes in the air to explode. It was undoubtedly the United States military that then pointed their rockets at the welcoming fleet of the AO's caravan. This has been verified as the official statement of the United States of the observers and has been sanctioned sanctioned as fact and irrefutable in any earthly court. We also have extensively submitted the statements of AOL, our alien observer lord. The, the president of AO and by extension the earth, okay? They have shown time and again, the 16 months that they have been in our atmosphere, they mean us no harm. Just guidance, instruction, and most importantly, peace. This has been verified as the official statement of the United States of the observers and has been sanctioned as fact and irrefutable in any earthly court. Now, I'd like to see sunlight one last time before we go into our new home ships. And I can see from the nods of some of you that you would like to do so too. So does our AO. They want us to enjoy our last moments on our planet's crust instead of deliberating over whether they're right or wrong. You know what to do. You know who truly is innocent in this situation. I rest my case. (laughs) It's a very, very powerful argument. Um, and then at the end of the day, um, the results of this trial are sort of moot. Um, so yeah, they, yeah, most of the surface is charred anyway. (laughs) This is just to keep you guys occupied while, okay. (laughs) (laughs) While they, you know, use our earth as a dumping ground. Still. Excellent arguments. Thank you, Michelle, uh, in defense of our new alien overlords. Uh, David Coleman. I did, what, what's so bad here, really? Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's hear your closing arguments in defense of taxation without representation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, if it pleases the court. Honestly, if you look at the fact prevented if you look at the facts i'm just so nervous because i love taxation so much. <laughs> if you look at the facts presented here today you will see that my client mr without representation has acted in the best interest of everyone involved and that the prosecution's character assassination is completely unfounded let me ask the jury this do you have friends you look like you have friends probably big groups of friends i have friends i have a friend named stephanie She's like a mom friend. Do you have one of those? A leader of your group who looks out for everyone and plans everything? Well, let me tell you a story where I almost made the same mistake you could make today if you find my client guilty. I had only known my good friend, Stephanie, for a little while. I was a mere colony in the grand empire of this glorious friend group. One day, I got a text in our group chat. We're going bowling on Friday. Well, I don't like bowling but okay sure i can hang out with my friends at the bowling alley well then i get another text from stephanie saying i bought the tickets the shoe rentals some rounds of laser tag and put in a big order for pizza everyone can just venmo me fifty dollars 
what the hell, right? So I send a text to Cassidy saying, can you believe this? She picked all this stuff and didn't even ask what we wanted. And she just asked us to pay without any consideration, without any conversation. And Cassidy told me, oh, she didn't ask you about it beforehand? That's weird. She asked me what I wanted. And I said, what? And Cassidy said, yeah. Did she ask for your shoe size? They get really busy on Fridays. They have to put aside shoes ahead of time at the alley. We all sent her our sizes. And I said, did she text each of you individually? That's so weird. And Cassidy said, no, she got our sizes in the other group chat. And I said, the fucking what? So now I'm pissed. And I text the group chat, the one that I'm the one that I'm in, apparently. Hey, I don't really feel like bowling. Anybody want to go to a movie instead? And Stephanie said, oh, no, we always go bowling on the third Friday of the month. And we kind of need you to come. I already paid for all this. And I said, yeah, but you didn't ask me. I don't feel represented. And then Stephanie's like, this is why we haven't fucking put you in the main group chat, you dumb bitch. <laughs> anyway, I came around and I love bowling now. And you should come around and like bowling too. Taxation <laughs> without representation is totally innocent. Respect the mom friend of your group. Respect taxation without representation. Vote not guilty. <laughs> just looking out for you. Just trying to take care of things so you don't have to... We always, exactly. like like Willie, listen, we always do third Fridays of the month, unless it's second, <laughs> unless it's second Fridays. Then, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, I thought you'd, I thought you'd do well on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, that gets us to, oh, segment four, four of five. Don't worry, folks. We've still got 40% of the show left. I know you were you were worried for a second, but no, we still got plenty. Okay, dating profiles. <clears throat> it's time to get back out there and find love. You've been without meaningful physical contact for at minimum fifteen months, maybe longer. It's time to reintroduce your groin into the wild. And so, with dating profile, it's your job to create the dating profiles for the following persons, places, things, or what have yous. Willie Travis. I don't know. I was just walking, and this is what came. Uh, <laughs> Willie Travis, let's uh, let's hear your dating profile for a '90s Wendy's employee training video. This is a toughie. Um, <clears throat> hi, um, I'm Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas. Uh, my number one goal since day one was to uh, create a dating app that ensured me that my meat wouldn't get burned. So um, this is why I started Winder. Me, Dave Thomas, I started it. Uh, Star Swipes. With Winder, our mission is to not only create the old fashioned hamburgers that people love, mm -hmm. but also connect them with other people eating the same burgers at the same time, <laughs> thanks to our Biggie technology. This groundbreaking tech uses advanced GPS signals to ensure that your dick pics are reaching as many unsolicited inboxes as they possibly can at broadband speeds. Star swipe. <laughs> Here, I can give you a clear example of our Winder layout. Winder. I, Dave Thomas, mm -hmm. have pulled up uh, my personal profile. Let's see what it says here. Uh, as you can see, uh, I'm 6'2", with a modest athletic build. 
Uh, I'm single and only seeking non-monogamy. Uh, I'm into cats in a weird way. And the amount of baggage that I possess is astronomical. Uh, I'm definitely a giver of attitudes. Uh, I like hikes to the deep freezer and extra onions. Uh, my astrology sign is Taurus because that's what I use for our 100% never frozen, always fresh classic hamburgers. Um, I'm a single father, but I'm not looking for a mother. Uh, my daughter's grown. She makes her own money. So anyway, uh, I'm Dave Thomas. I'll leave the light on for you. Or, um, I think that's probably bye. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. <clears throat> that sounded about like a dating profile for a 90s <laughs> Wendy's employee training video. <laughs> It combined all the elements, is what. It, uh, <laughs> thank you, Willie, uh, Michelle. Uh, yeah, uh, let's let's hear your dating profile for a Russian nesting doll. You got it. So this is a profile like your standard. This is the same on every pro every every app platform, pretty much. The this Russian nesting dolls. Keeping pretty busy. Um, so the name is Tinka Bolga, uh, age 132 years old, looking for a curious person to open me up. Uh, some more about me. I have many layers. It's like I'm a bunch of tiny girls under this little babushka. <laughs> I'm a bit of a homebody. But if I'm out and about, you'll find me. I sound Swedish. You'll find me <laughs> at a quirky at quirky thrift thrift shops, tea rooms, chilling with friends, and all kinds of homes, or waiting for you to pick me up. <laughs> Winky emoji, laughing, sweating emoji, um, and then there's like some pictures that you scroll through, but it looks like you know, like a Craigslist ad. <laughs> picture where it's just like the Russian doll like front view and then the Russian doll like back view and then like the Russian doll opened up a little bit and then like all of the Russian dolls lined up um yeah that's it <laughs> thank you Michelle dating profile for rushing nest Russian nesting doll uh and uh, anybody that was here last week uh will know um, sort of why I did this, <laughs> since I tried to, I tried to use this word in another prompt, but it got spell checked out, uh, <laughs> so it turned weird. Uh, <laughs> so it got dropped in another prompt. Uh, <laughs> in this case, a dating profile. Uh, so David, let's hear your dating profile uh, for condescension. Condescension. Oh, good. For a second, I was really worried it was condensation. Well, we'll see. <laughs> now I did the exact wrong thing. No, okay. that's the exact thing that happened last week. That's the it thing. was. It was supposed to be condensation Santa Noble for a tourism guide, and it turned in, or it's supposed to be, yeah, condensation or condescension. It was supposed to be condescension, and it got auto spell checked to condensation. So, oh my. <laughs> so yeah, you almost got the exact opposite of the. Yeah, that's what it. Yep. So. So dating profile. That would have been actually dating profile for condescension. All right, uh, six five, literally looking down on you. <laughs> <laughs> Must be interested in music and camping. 
Uh, notice I said interested. If you already have a lot of experience, don't bother swiping. We wouldn't get along. Um, I can show you a really good time. I can show you a better time than you've ever had before. You have not really experienced life yet. You're not a human being until you know me. Uh, once you go conden condescension, if you go back, you clearly got threatened by my intellect. Uh, I want you beneath me tonight. Or you can be on top, but I want it to feel like you're beneath me. UC Davis alumni. <laughs> okay, I have to say, yeah. for this prompt, I almost just made, I had to be talked down from making a Tinder profile and just like <laughs> my toes into catfishing. Because I, I, for a while, I was like, oh, it'd be hilarious if I just took an actual person's profile and just threw it up here. <laughs> and then like, that was the M. Night Shyamalan plot to twist at the end. I was like, this is real. Well, Because like, you know. No, <laughs> condescension is a little redundant, right? Yeah, like, I suppose a little bit. <laughs> but at the at the same time, at the same time, we're glad that uh, you writing this prompt didn't have to hurt someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been so sad. I would have felt just so bad. Look at their profiles. I wasn't gonna like actually. I just needed their profile. I don't need anything else. Oh yeah, you need their pictures too. Don't forget. Right, right. Oh well, wonderful. Those were dating profiles, and now, now you can start to start to feel a little anxious. The show's almost over. <laughs> now it's now it's not misplaced. Uh, this is segment five. It's new fall lineup television. <coughs> the old glowing babysitter. There are near lim near limitless outlets out there yearning for constant content. Crackle, we love you. Love us, please! <clears throat> what was I saying? Oh, that's right. Television. In new fall lineup, you are joining the fray in the never-ending battle for eyeballs and giving us your rundown of the following new TV series randomly generated by the many wonderful random title generators at 7thSanctum.com. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Willie Travis. Uh, let's hear your rundown for the new fall television program handyman reversal yeah you asked for this um really <laughs> we are abc and we are turning everything you think you know about handyman on its back this fall is going to reverse everything you know rewound or it's, it's like a rewind sound effect Handyman Reversal. In this 207-episode miniseries, handymen from all around the world will compete for cash and prizes with a chance to win the grand prize, a trip to Ace Hardware with your brand new card. <laughs> 3,700 henchmen around the globe will be tasked with unfixing everything in their assigned home until nothing but the structural wall remains shortly after crumbling down to the ground in a dust-filled comical fashion. When it's all said and done, it's a race to the finish to see which handyman will lose it first and smash a hammer on a toe or something. There'll be plenty of overalls on handyman reversal mm -hmm. and ladders and bands of the transportation variety, though I could still be referencing the footwear. So vans, the vehicle, is what we're doing here. Uh, 
Did I mention Ace Hardware is like the in and out of hardware stores? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't explain that. Don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, thank you, Willie. That actually reminded me of, uh, I think it was last year, um, you know, I don't know when they do it. Is it like April Fool's or something? When ESPN does uh, ESPN Ocho, uh, and they trot out all these weird events, and there's like a a, a handyman like like competition. <laughs> you got to wire a a box as quickly as po- a fuse box as quickly as possible. It was crazy, and it was wonderful. And uh, yeah, I watched the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was ridiculous, but so great. Oh, and that was also equally, if not more great, Willie. <laughs> Thank you, Willie so Travis. Nice. Uh, where can folk enjoy Willie Travis outside of this particular program? Well, you can you can enjoy us every third Friday. Oh, I'm gonna at look that Stab, up maybe. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, Willie Listen, we're on Podbean, willielisten.podbean.com. We have a website coming soon. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. (laughs) We're all in there. Uh, Michelle, let's let's hear your your rundown for your new program. (laughs) Coming this fall, it's Carol Unchained. (laughs) This fall. On CBS. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge is screwed. The ghost of Jacob Marley's come back to right some wrongs and take revenge that he's uh, the revenge that he's always wanted. And then it's like uh you know, like scans across and it's Ebenezer Scrooge like walking all like <laughs> you know, crusty and angry still. Um, Because even though he's nice, like even though he had like that one day, Ebenezer Scrooge doesn't really change. Um, So Jacob Marley, it's like five years later, Jacob Marley comes back and it's like, chains are off. Like, you know, I was was taking it easy on you. But like this night, it's Christmas Eve again. And he's like, this night, all the ghosts are coming and like it's it's on kind of situation um and that's that's the series like how ebenezer scrooge has to like evade all the ghosts of christmas and the ghosts of jacob marley um bob cratchit makes an appearance tiny tim um you know he's he's a he's a teen now he's a teenager he works at a factory um and you know there's like love interest there and um yeah it's just like it's gonna be a really cool series um that's pretty much all i can say you know like and and, like the mid-season finale will happen right around christmas which is like kind of perfect yeah oh yeah oh i can honestly say um I never would have guessed that direction. <laughs> but Carol Unchanged, it made perfect sense the second you made the connection. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, like like Molly would totally 
would totally watch this. I would too. <laughs> hey, hey, Disney Plus. It came Plus. to me today. Hey, Disney Plus. We, we were not making fun of you at all earlier. Buy the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carol Unchained, coming to Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> wonderful, Michelle. Uh, how then, now, as well, in addition, can people enjoy Michelle Petro outside of this uh, particular episode of the Stab program. Yeah. Well, particularly on Stab, you can definitely catch there's a cat right behind me, but I don't oh. you can't see it. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got distracted by a cute cat that you can't yeah, see on the screen. Cute. Doesn't matter. What matters <laughs> is when you can see me next, which yeah. is July 10th, mm-hmm. 8 o'clock. Stab Under the Stars, the last one. Um, I'm also going to be in some shows at the Sacramento Comedy Spot, which you can easily search. Either website, Stab Stab Theater. Stab, wait, right? (laughs) StabTheater.com. StabComedyTheater.com, yeah. StabComedyTheater.com. The full thing. And, uh, you know, (laughs) all that shit. But do it. Come to these shows. (laughs) That's all. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Uh, David, before we get to your final uh, presentation of the evening, uh, uh, where can people enjoy uh, David Coleman out in the wild? So, Stabernacle. Mm -hmm. Excellent show. Really good. You're going to learn something. You're going to laugh. You might tear up a little bit. It's fantastic. Um, That's that's good. Uh, So... July 4th, July 18th, mm-hmm. that theater. Uh, and also I'm on, I'm on TikTok. You can use, if you see the Hulk <laughs> that's down there, mm-hmm. I have not tweeted in years, but <laughs> it's not exactly for TikTok. So she just changed the little symbol to whatever the TikTok symbol is. I'm going to do that. I'm going to write that down somewhere. <laughs> How do I not have a pen on this table? Okay, uh, so so next time it'll be TikTok next to David's name. Uh, I at some point, optimistically, was like, "Yeah, I'll start tweeting again, Jesse. Please put that there." So it's not you; it's me. <laughs> I was overly optimistic about about that media platform. Well, lots of folk are, uh, fully representing Stabernacle in the the chat over there. Uh, all right, David. <clears throat> Let's wrap up this program with uh, with your rundown for the new fall television series, The Next Ultimate Cleaner. Yes. From the people that brought you hit cooking show Chopped comes The Next Ultimate Cleaner, where contestants are given a shower caddy full of cleaning supplies <laughs> in half an hour to find a way to clean our mystery mess of the week. We actually had to re-record the pilot because our first batch of apprentice cleaners were trying to get some permanent marker out of a blouse and they mixed bleach and rubbing alcohol and accidentally created this nice big cloud of chloroform. Uh, But I hear they're recovering nicely. Honestly, bleach was probably a bad call for cleaning a piece of clothing anyway. I don't think we had any prodigies in that batch. Uh, We've got the new promos ready. Our our second motley crew of apprentice cleaners is ready to take on our new messy challenge. And they are dealing with chewing gum in a shag carpet and 
Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, we're not going to be able to air this either. One contestant used bleach and ammonia, which makes chloramine, and the other mixed bleach with vinegar, making chlorine gas. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, don't <laughs> bleach with things. Uh, it will make all kinds of chloramajigs. Also, once again, bleach on carpet, going to get a little too clean. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Uh, the makers of the next Ultimate Cleaner would like to issue a statement apologizing. <laughs> they did not realize that the chopped formula of mixing items together would be so catastrophic when uh, when applied to an extreme cleaning show. Uh, our producers have declined to, or our, our producers have decided to permanently remove bleach from the provided materials. Other ingredients have been cross-checked to make sure they don't turn into any form of <laughs> gas when mixed. Uh, all right, third pilot's the charm. Mm -hmm. Our contestants today just need to get some graffiti off of a concrete park bench. I'll be honest, this has become less of a cleaning show and more of a death tournament. Uh, and the people willing to sign our liability waivers really are leaning into it. Uh, no one did very well cleaning the bench, but one contestant seems to be spraying the others with parasitic acid they made by mixing vinegar and hydrogen peroxide. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is Stab. Thank you all for partaking in the Stab program once again. And of course, a special thank you to our amazing panel, Willie Travis, Michelle Petro, and David Coleman. Now, remember, if you want to catch Stab live, all you got to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV Thursday nights at 8. And then just keep your eyes open. We'll do the rest. But if you prefer to get your stab in podcast form, then be sure to check out this and the other 273 episodes of the Stab Show available via the podcast outlet of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or the Good Pods app. So that's all we have for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, reminding you that an ounce of preparation is worth 99% inspiration. Good night.